Thank you for listening to another installment of The Frequency, our Delta Green actual play operation. This is a horror show, and its content may contain things that some viewers may find disturbing, including extreme violence and psychological torments. Be sure to have listened to the other parts of this series to make sense of the events within. But please, enjoy, while you're still sane enough to do so. Welcome back to The Frequency, a Delta Green podcast brought to you by Reroll Gaming. Oh. Reroll Gaming. <laughs> um, in lieu of an icebreaker this week, we are actually going to just jump right into it because we're all a little drunk and everybody's being really sassy to me. So I just want hey, to get you, in here and I, scare I don't think anybody here is drunk. <laughs> Okay, I'm, hold on. I, 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 leave. Be, I know I I'm not drunk. I might be the line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good. I could get drunk. Same. I won't. I work tomorrow. <laughs> so do I. I don't work oh. till noon, so. Oh, there you go. I don't work till 7.30 in the morning. Me too. We last left off <laughs> on a bit of a cliffhanger. Ronnie. Searching the bedroom. Of this derelict abandoned house that... Can you say that again? Derelict? Derelict. 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 There you go. <laughs> you can dare lick my balls. <laughs> I wouldn't dare. Actually, I would. Um, this run-down derelict. <laughs> I can't. All right. Everybody shut up. <laughs> this house that possibly belonged to a Frank McNeil a few decades ago. Ronnie, you were searching the room and you lifted up the dilapidated bed, shattered in its frame. Saw something weird. Kind of almost fleshy. Mm. About five inches long. Oh. Maybe a mummified animal or something. I'll uh, push the bed over to the side and draw the agent's attention to it. Uh, agent Maya, I might need another one of those uh, vials from your forensic kit. Sure. Uh, I wouldn't touch that. <laughs> Give you like a pen or something. Well... As you move the bed and you look down on this object, it is disturbing. Grayish in tone, shriveled and wrinkled. Oh, no. It resembles a sort of a severed hand but with three digits in one thumb. Is it larger than I was picturing? The hand size? Fingers or something similar to that that stretch out about five inches long, thin, rigid. And at the base of this 
piece of some sort of organic material is a perfect, slightly curved cut to whatever it was attached to. And I'm going to need both of you to roll me a sanity check. 18. Okay. Your adjectives describing this fleshy object were just a penis until you just said it had, was a hand with fingers. <laughs> God damn it. It still could be a penis. Slightly In curved. Penis. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Slightly curved. Erect. <laughs> That's why that, Ronnie still thinks it's that. That's why she's okay. It's like, uh, it's penis. Gross. Whose oh penis God, is this? No. <laughs> Who left their penis here? All right. So what did you guys get on your sanity checks? That would be an 18 for Ronnie. Ooh, nice pass. I assume that's a pass. I failed. Ooh. I think this is a big moment for you, Agent Oakley, because you've seen crime scenes, you've seen bodies, you've reviewed evidence. But this isn't like anything you've seen. You take two points of sanity damage. Oh, damn. Mitch. What are you guys doing? I'm holding my hand out for that Ziploc bag. I, I don't know if I have a Ziploc bag in, on me. Um, sure, you can have it be part of the forensic kit? Like yeah, some sort yeah, of yeah. bag. Yeah. That's fine. An evidence bag is what I'm holding yeah. my hand out for. Yeah, I got you, got you. Give it to you. You doing okay there, uh, Maya? She's probably, like, all the blood has drained from her face, and she's just kind of like, like, this is getting very real. I need you to stay with me. I'm, I'm good. I, this is just getting so bizarre. You said you, uh, teach, uh, psychology classes? Um, I actually was headed, that was supposed to be headed that way today to go teach a class. I'm sure there's it some is. exercises you teach your uh, students. Yeah, don't worry, I'll grind myself. It's just, you know, it's a, it, it's just like nothing I've ever seen. You got that right. As I pick up the thing with the pliers from the kid or whatever there is. And put it in the bag. Okay. And it is about two o'clock now. And Agent Oakley, you do have a seminar to give at five. And it's about an hour drive away. So keep that in mind. If you want to make it, you don't have to go. Yeah, I don't, I guess, I don't think that even, I don't think I know as a, as a player. And I don't think Maya knows as a, as a character yet what she would do. Okay. Yet. Should we head down and, uh, I'm assuming we've searched the whole room and that was what we found? Yeah. Okay. Should we head down and, uh, meet up with the others? Yeah, we better, uh, let them know what we found. Make our way down the stairs carefully. Okay. Headed down the stairs to the creek as you traverse them. Freeze, mother- Oh, hey, Ronnie. Hey, Maya. <laughs> hey, Ben. <laughs> Dan. Hey, Dan. And you get to the bottom floor. 
What are you saying? You guys find anything? No. It's drier than a riverbed in here. Well, a we got a bed. little more... I feel like riverbeds are really wet. <laughs> you know what? I thought about that before I said it. Uh, made sense. And uh, I'm sticking to it. I'm from Montana. I don't know what <laughs> yeah. goddamn thing. Ronnie nods along. Made sense. See? Hell yeah. <laughs> goddamn riverbeds, brother. River in goddamn right. <laughs> America. Uh, we found something a little odd, but... uh. We'll hold on to it till you're we're back in your uh, office at the hospital to check it out. I All imagine right. there's some kind of like cooler or I mean something, some kind of containment, like a box or something that all this stuff is going into. Yeah, the front. I'm assuming the like front my, kit has a place like to store. A kit, stuff. Yeah, to store. So I ha- I'm gonna I have in my notes that it's there, um, along with other things. So you're probably holding on to the stuff. Yeah, I have a couple things. I don't have. Um, um, the or the map or like the uh, newspaper that was found, but because that's you have the bloody have... mirror, some residue from the hole, and now the hand. Yeah, yes, you're right. That's exactly it. Uh, also, I don't know how we missed it on the way here, but there was a uh, broken down, kind of rusted van that I passed on the way back that maybe we should check out too. Were you being followed? No, I mean, it was old. It was on the side of the road. It was okay. just right right down the road here. Just making sure you never know, like, it's been so weird lately. To be fair, I was driving really fast. I didn't notice if anyone was following me. Fair enough. I rode with you the other day. It'd be real hard to follow you. Yeah, I mean, I was driving the speed limit the other day, wasn't I? Most of the time. <laughs> What's the plan, guys? Like I said, I think that um, we should go meet up with the sheriff. I think that especially you, um, and I'll point to Freddy, um, you and the sheriff would have something to talk about, considering you both have these pieces of evidence pointing toward 1972. Well, if, if we decide to go to the sheriff, I still think we should at least peek at this van first. Well, you said it's a left out of the driveway there, uh, there, Ronnie? Was it just at the end of the driveway? It was a little bit off to the right. Just a little bit off to the right, past the end of the driveway? Don't copy me, Latar. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, well, let's go ahead and, uh, take a gander at the van, and then we're, uh, let's head to the sheriff's office, make sure that the deputy and the sheriff are still alright. And maybe uh, we first uh, kind of assess how they're doing before we bring them more into what's going on. I agree. But this is all a little hard to handle. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think so, too. And I have a pretty good eye for those things, so I'm looking forward to see how they're doing. So I think we're heading to the van. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to turn my Bronco around. Once I get to the end of the driveway... I'm going to let Ronnie pass me so I can follow her to the van. I'll follow too in my car. Well, Dan, who are you getting in with? Hold on. Before we go too far, this van is not that far from you. 
most of you parked at the front of the driveway, and when you get there, you look to the left and see this van parked maybe two blocks over. Gotcha. And in fact... First you say to the right, now you're saying to the left? Well, to the right when you come in, to the left when you come in. Okay, got it, got it. Calm I'm down. a little, I'm a little thrown. As <laughs> in fact, when you get to uh, Agent Oakley and and Doctor Greenwood, when you get to your vehicles, you do see this van. And Agent Oakley, you recognize the man standing outside of it. Oh, uh oh. Randy sits there, smoking a cigarette, at the front of his van. Which gave you a ride with your family earlier, Dan. Oh, Randy. I know that guy. He's a good guy. I saw him earlier, too. He talked a bit. I wonder what he's doing here. Can we say real quick, before we drove to the end of the driveway, that I took a sampling out of the corroded, like, aged-looking stuff in the deputy's car? Sure. I mean, the corroded battery. I, I would say with your mechanic skill, it's it's corroded battery accident. You don't think it's any, but like I wouldn't think there's any sort of reason to sample it to see how it got so, looking so old or age. Yeah, you could. Do you want me to put that in the kit? Yeah, I'll, I'll give it to you. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. Uh, some people have recognized him, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna say, do you know that gentleman over there? I think I've seen him around town a little bit. I haven't had the pleasure. Uh, he was in the diner the that yeah. last night. I'll kind of put my hand up to wave. He had some interesting things to say that I don't think I really took to heart before, but honestly, it might be worth really taking note now. We should go talk to him. I'll shrug and I'll start walking over there. Dan, you know him too? Oh, I met him once or twice. Once. <laughs> once or twice, I mean once. <laughs> <laughs> Who's walking over? Sorry. Yeah, I'll everyone. Walk over. I think we're all walking I'll walk over. With yeah. Quite a group of folks we got over here. Takes a drop from the cigarette. Including you. I guess so. What leads you guys around to these parts here? I don't think I've had the pleasure of... Uh, my name's uh, Freddy. I'll hand Randy. I'll put my hand out. I'll shake his hand. Shake nice it. to meet you, Randy. Welcome to Big Stick. If you're not from here, I ain't. Quaint little town you got here. Sometimes it is. How about you tell us what uh, brings you around before we share? Also, oh, keep I in mind, Randy. This man probably patched you up back in '91. Yeah, that. Very well could be a possibility. I uh, uh, can allude that you're a veteran yourself. Uh, nice to meet you. But I think likely you guys have a little more to share than I do. Agent Oakley, you're looking a little pale. Seems pretty convenient, you being uh, here at this house. What brought you to the house? I go where the wind takes me. Actually, cigarette. Randy is the one who told me I should be checking on the sheriff and the deputy, and when I checked on the sheriff, the sheriff told me to come here, so honestly, Randy's the one is responsible for why I'm here in the first place. So oh. we got this uh, stranger just happens to be where we're checking into the story from Frank, 
and uh, you're checking from the sheriff. And also gave you a tip the other night. Where's he getting his info? What does he know? And he's not telling us? Just the wind was telling him? Sound a little bit paranoid there. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. The name's Ronnie. What was yours again? Ronnie. Randy. Randy. Randy, uh... Just Randy's fine. Uh-huh. Just Randy. Randy Wind. <laughs> Randy from Texas. You know, I'll tell you, a little bit of paranoia might just keep... Well, I'm a little old-fashioned. Had a sergeant in my squad once tell me paranoia is the difference between an alive soldier and a dead one. I'd cling on to that if I were you. All I know is we all have a reason to be here except you. Wow. So difficult to outsiders. <laughs> I think she's meaning to say, and I'm gonna I'm gonna look at uh, at uh, Ronnie like, dude, like I'm suspicious too, but like, cool it for a minute. Don't insult this guy. We gotta maybe we can get some info out of him to give her that look. I'm like, what I think she's trying to say is thank you kindly for watching out for our own. I appreciate that. We needed to make sure that the deputy and the sheriff were doing okay, and without your assistance, we would not have been able to do so. So thank you. I am very curious. Why did you ask me to, to check on them? What? How did you know? And why, if if you knew, why didn't you? <laughs> and he looks down at his tattered clothes, disheveled appearance, and draws again on his cheap cigarettes. And he says, "Do I look like the person who gets along with the sheriff? Any sheriff? Maybe not. But then, why do you care if I check up on him?" Agent, you strike me as somebody who's curious, somebody who values the truth above above justice or the lie or whatever false pillar uh, moral beacons like to hang on to, but Agent Oakley, the truth is a privilege. And sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes it's best not to know it. You're steering me, and I'm trying to figure out why you're having an agenda, and I need to know it. And if you have information, I need you to come forward, because this is getting increasingly weird. And It'll get weirder for the end of it. I can promise you that. You're promising that you know something. He reaches to his back pocket. Oh, that'll make Maya really nervous. <laughs> Slowly pulling something out of near his waistband. Got a uh, split second. You want to do anything? I'll put my hand on my weapon. Ronnie moves just, a little bit closer. Just because it's a stranger. I don't know. I'm just going to do this. I'm just like... And cigarette hanging out of his Ronnie's mouth. Ronnie's glancing over at Freddie and biting her tongue and not saying anything, but she steps a little closer. Yeah. Like, Maya's so on edge, especially with that last sanity check. She's like, what are you doing? And, like, goes to, like, reach. Puts his right hand open palm, cigarette hanging out of his mouth. He says, easy, easy. Little on edge. And he pulls out a tape recorder. Oh, okay. And he goes, have y'all heard this sound? clicks play and this 
high-pitched, shrill frequency. Just like the one that Dan heard in his car. Driving into Big Timber. Just like... The sound that... Screeched out. Popping electronics in the medical center. Just like the sounds that were influencing and, and interfering with the television frequencies in the diner. It plays for a brief moment and he stops it very quickly. He says, can't play that too long. This thing will pop. Places that on the hood of his van. He says, y'all hear that anywhere other than here? Can't say I have. What is that? I don't know. I'll look at everybody and I'll go, I'll bite. I did hear that, in fact. Maya will look really surprised that, like, that you have information as that something that would correlate with you and Randy. Just be like, what the fuck? And he draws again on his marb red. Says, heard it a couple times. Traced it. To this general area, I got a couple friends and communications. I don't know what it is. I don't know if somebody's trying to reach something. I don't know if it's interference. But it's something. Out of my chest pocket, I'm going to get a scrap piece of paper and a pen, and I'm going to write down my pager number, and I'm going to hand it to Randy. I'm going to say, if you hear it again, would you mind giving me a page? Takes it with his two fingers. Nods at you. Are you saying you trace that sound here to this house? Nope. You're still not telling us why you're here. Oh, that's easy. I followed you. Draws on his cigarette. (laughs) I'm just going to start laughing. (laughs) He gets it. Uh. You had my pager number. You could have just... Asked me what is going on. I tend to find that when you ask people questions, they tell you the answers they want you to hear. Sometimes it's best to find your own. Huh, sounds like you. <laughs> Doesn't it? Where'd you, uh, where were you in 91? If you don't mind me asking. I'm quite all over the place. Hmm. Be honest. Saw some weird shit in Afghanistan. Oh. Didn't make your way down to Mogadishu, did you? Can't say I did. Yeah. I think when Randy said he followed us, that Ronnie actually gets visibly a little more relaxed. Like, okay, something that makes a little sense, not like he's just here and stops being, like, so in his face. Listen, I I can see from all y'all that y'all seen or learned something that is shaking you. And uh, as I said earlier, the truth is a hell of a thing. But it ain't worth losing yourself over. Sometimes... The only solution to things you can't quite wrap your head around is to douse it in kerosene and watch it burn. How do you do that? Just forget about it? 
No, I literally mean douse it in kerosene and watch it burn. And again, like, if if that's the case, why haven't you done it? Why are you, you're, like I said, you're steering. You've been steering me. You've been, and what I could say is manipulation. But I took it anyway, and I did it anyway. And if it's, if it's just, you're just going to burn it or want to see it burn anyway, what's the point? Sometimes when things don't burn that should, they do a hell of a lot more damage than if they didn't. He rolls up his the sleeve of his tattered military jacket and looks at his watch and he says, I'm sorry, I got somewhere I gotta be, but, uh... My shower? Your sh- your shower? Uh, uh. <laughs> right, he glances between yeah, the two of them. he invited him. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Thought you were coming on to me, my fault. Oh, was he not? <laughs> well, you never know. He looks at you, Dan, and he says... Maybe if there's time tonight, but my friend, I don't, I don't think there will be. He draws on his cigarette, and he looks, he looks, he gives that sort of thousand yard stare, almost looking through you and looking past you, and he says, Dan, are you a good man? I don't know about all that, but. I find time to take care of people. Do you believe that this world elevates good men? No, sir. So in a bad world full of bad men, why would you ever be a good one? Because I can. You ever heard of a little thing called uh, Southern Hospitality? (laughs) Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> he draws on his cigarette and he says, <laughs> Old fashioned. I like it. Keep that in mind. This ain't over yet. Draws on his cigarette. Sometimes you just gotta be good in the face of all that bad. But what if being good cost you more than you ever thought you could pay. We'll see what happens. Didn't you find that out in the military like the rest of us? No. I found it out much later. Draws on his cigarette. Says, we're seeing you around. Flicks his cigarette. Well, I'll extend a hand again. I'll say, pleasure meeting you. You as well, doctor. Take care of yourself. You as well. Ronnie walks over to where he flicked the cigarette and says, uh, Randy makes some eye contact, leans down while staring at him, picks up the cigarette and says, be careful with these. They could start a fire. Yes, ma'am. Also, you stink, Randy. Come take a shower. We'll see. I might (laughs) not have time. I gotta go. (laughs) You can't suppress my stink. (laughs) Starts a car. Instead of the cigarette flick, I wish he would be like, well, and then leave really fast. <laughs> well, <laughs> hit his legs. <laughs> you betcha. Pulls his van out and drives far. And then he says, Things get a little too hair around here. Or you need yourself somebody to talk to or just be there for you. Come looking. 
Yes, sir. I figure we'll I figure we'll see you, and I'll give him a wave. <laughs> I'm sure he's gonna pop up out of nowhere again. Pulls out his car, just boom, 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 boom. plume of black smoke as it can I get a license trails plate? back into town. Now that can't be up to emission standards. Interesting, a license plate. Yes, um, it is actually a Maryland license plate. That's weird. Ronnie turns to the others and is like, if you need someone to talk to, uh, I think we got each other. License plate is MHL317. I actually got it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you can cut this part out, but did you purposely call me doctor, or was that a you calling me doctor, or was that him calling me doctor? All three. He, he would have heard. It is weird. I, I never he would have heard. My, I never but he, introduced he, myself as a doctor. In the diner, you he were was called in the doctor, diner, though. Okay, that's true. Yeah. Okay. So, but that is weird. That is weird. Yeah. Wes? Yeah. Player character? Roll a sanity check. <laughs> as Wes. <laughs> oh, shit. He called you <laughs> Wes. <laughs> oh, no. Be seeing you. I only Paulson. have three. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> What are you guys doing? <laughs> uh, we're heading back to the... Well, I am heading back to the... Uh, after that interaction, after he got in his van and drove off, I would have been immediately doing the, the, the long stride to my rig, hopping in, and I'm driving down to the sheriff's station. I would have okay. been like, uh, Freddy, where are you off to? Going to the sheriff's station. We got to figure some stuff out. Make right. sure they're okay first off. Right behind you. And um, right before I get in the rig, I'm, I don't ride. need that. I don't need that deputy plugging the sheriff for him going insane or anything. I'm gonna shut the door and I'm gonna fire up my rig. You just used the word rig like three times in one. Yeah, absolutely, I did. <laughs> <laughs> don't and I don't worry. I'm keeping track too. These good, times still good. What did Dan say? I said, "Who can bum me a ride?" <laughs> well, Freddy Hitchhike. seems like he's already gone, so uh, Ronnie will give you a nod towards her. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. I'm on a goddamn mission. The car's in the shop. Yeah. <laughs> I promise I have one. It's real. Is it, though? I don't know anymore. Take sanity damage. <laughs> <laughs> No okay. roll, just take some damage. Yeah, just take some <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you guys all headed to the sheriff. You all peel down Main Street. Go off of um, McNeil Drive. Pass by Shotgun Alley. Three gun stores in a block. Get to the sheriff's office. Notice the deputy's cruiser is out front, though I will say his personal vehicle is not there, Who I, which I think both Ronnie and Freddie would know. The Wait. sheriff has his truck out front. To really clarify, yeah, the deputy's vehicle is out front? The one that the was one at the house? Or no, I'm sorry, that one's broken oh, down, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, my my yeah. fault. Okay. But his gone. His car is gone. His personal vehicle is gone. Okay. As we jump out, I'll call over to Freddie, who's 
charging ahead, I'm sure. Yep. <laughs> uh, Freddy. Shoot him. Remember, <laughs> we don't want to overwhelm him. No, I know. I know. Uh, Maya will say, she's right. This is a very delicate situation in the states that they are probably in. Let's take this, uh, take it easy. Well, we don't want to underwhelm him either. It's going semi-hard. Well, the deputy's not here. Going I mean, at half-mast. Yeah, hopefully he's at home <laughs> resting. Let's do good cop, bad cop on the cops. <laughs> yeah. Well, the deputy's not here. Hopefully His personal vehicle's getting, gone. Getting a good night's rest. That's a good... Might be some bad, so let's go check it out. You enter in. No receptionist. Nobody in the area. Door to the back room where the sheriff's office is. Uh, it's ajar. Frosted glass window that says, you know, Sheriff Richard McLean. Sheriff McLean. Freddy. Sir, come on back. All right. Maya will call, call out. Hey, I am. I'm back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a little briefing from the deputy. All, all y'all come through, and I'm sure there's plenty of you. You walk in, and you see the sheriff is in kind of a rough state. His sort of police attire, his, his, I don't know. They're not called dress blues, but they're like dress browns, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> unbuttoned maybe buttoned up on the wrong button it's a little bit of a stain on his shirt he's drinking a big old cup of coffee rubbing his head hat on the table says what kind of sorry state did you put my deputy into trust me he was like that when we found him put he hit his head or something doesn't remember a damn thing from yesterday sheriff that's the same thing that I found with uh, Diego. Remember how he drove me home? Right. Yeah. Maybe it's just a bad night's sleep. Who knows? But I just want to make sure that you're doing okay. I'm doing all right. Ronnie walks over and gets a cup of water and hands it to him. And is like, Dick? And puts it in front of him. <laughs> oh, Ronnie, I can't... I... Oh, we lost Satara. <laughs> Well, <laughs> is she laughing? The I dick was too laughing. much. She's either yep. laughing or vomiting. Is that dick? Yeah, dick. <laughs> <laughs> laughing at herself saying dick. Yeah. <laughs> yes, she is. Now say it. She's laughing. Red in the face. <laughs> Sorry. It does sound funny out of like context. It's dick. dick. It's so funny dick. that of all of the weirdos and perverts we have on our shows, Latara is the weirdest and most perverted one. It's so funny to me. Ooh, sorry. Go ahead. He <laughs> takes a sip of the water and he says, thank you. Continues drinking his coffee. He says, I gave the deputy two days leave. He's a good kid, but he ain't ready for whatever the fuck this is. Ain't nobody ready for whatever the fuck this is. What'd you find at the house? I'll give a side eye to um, Ronnie, who helped me collect evidence and just kind of 
be like just trying to gauge if we should just bust out the kit. Ronnie stays silent. She's letting you guys take the lead. Drinking her own cup of water. <laughs> we found a whole bunch of mothballs, and I'm sure you heard from the deputy. Big old hole taken out of the building. Yeah, he rambled a bit about that, talking about this perfect circle and natural some nonsense. Yeah. What, what do you make of it? Yeah, well, from what I saw, this house hasn't been touched since, God, the 70s. That, yep. I, I cannot explain. Well, I can explain a little bit. And he has a folder in his desk, and he opens it up, and he said, made a call in over to the county's office, and they brought me some paperwork. So, last member of that house was uh, actually the wife of Frank McNeil. It was uh, Anna McNeil, though. I think she reverted her name back. She sold the house in, or she tried to sell the house in the late 70s, but wasn't a whole lot of market then. Honestly, lost more people than we gained after now. But she wasn't she didn't feel home in this town no more, so she took what she could and she left. The house really truly wasn't in her name anyway, so it was a bit of a legal struggle to get everything going. I think she just gave up on it. Sheriff, I am truly sorry. For what? Your laws. Oh, sorry, I, I, th- I, I thought you were singing a country song. <laughs> What? <laughs> I ain't no, no Willie Nelson here. Boy, I'd love oh, to I be know. make a lot more sense. <laughs> a country song about you draft dodging your Canada and your wife trying to sell the house, but it doesn't work, so she changes her name and moves away. <laughs> Sounds like a great... Is that Garth Brooks? Yeah, it's Garth Brooks. Dog Yep. Dog died. Truck broken down. Uh, what was uh, Anna's maiden name? Moore. Like I said, she left Big Timber in 79, 80... No idea where she is now. Do you remember a Frank nope. McNeil from your time? <laughs> Fair. Do you remember a Frank McNeil from your time, Sheriff? You would have been serving at the same time if he hadn't left. Shoots a glance over to Maya. Brings out a yearbook from under his desk and he says, Show this to your agent friend or... Don't worry, I, I mean, I kind of briefed him. I figured you guys have something to talk about, actually, about this. Frank McNeil was two years younger than me. Sophomore when I was a senior in high school. Right as I graduated, I volunteered for the service, and, you know. I remember coming back from Nam and hearing about da- draft dodgers, and I don't really know Frank, but... The town despised him, and people like him. He was a memory everybody wanted to forget. Fair enough. <clears throat> well, I guess we'll keep you informed if anything comes our way. 
I'd appreciate that. Anything else uh, you found at a McNeil house? Any clues to where he might be? Anything? The the glass in the bathroom was smashed. I don't know if the deputy told you that. He did the mirror. Not. It looked like that chair was moldy as fuck. <laughs> Someone had dandruff. I think you guys found the smashed glass after we left. I pointed it out to to you though. When I think yeah, when I got it. back, you showed it to me, but mm -hmm. I don't think the deputy saw. Yeah, I don't think it. the deputy knew it. Oh, sure. Anyway. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Any any blood? Any anything left? Something we could nope. follow? I mean, there's oh wait, yes. I mean, there's some blood on the mirror. That sounds like an active crime scene to me. Oh, I tried to keep everyone from from going in there, but you know, I can't stop everyone. No, it totally worked. <laughs> I kind of leaned forward and looked at the sheriff and said, "Honestly, it just looked like someone got mad and punched a mirror." I could say that it looked like that too. That might be a clue. Uh. I think I'm going to call a couple people from State Patrol and uh, maybe get some actual forensic specialists, uh, probably from Bozeman, see what we can't dig up. You wound me, Sheriff. Well, listen here now. We got a... Whatever this is, I think it's bigger than Big Timber. Yeah. It's possible. You think those uh, friends of yours are going to be better at getting some forensics than me? I think they're going to be more within the law and getting some forensics than you. Ronnie, I always respected you, but this is no longer firefighter and sheriff. This is... I'd like to reach out to some contacts if that's okay with you. I mean... You said this is bigger than Big Timber. I, I think that it could be. It is, like but you also have to understand. <laughs> you also have to understand. No offense, Agent. I do. You know, I've come around a bit. I appreciate what you've done, but same FBI jurisdiction just yet. I, I got to go through my proper channels, or is my ass on the line? I understand. Yeah, get your boys from Bos Angeles down here. Bos Angeles. <laughs> yeah, that's what they call a Bozeman. I know, but I just like to use the term again. <laughs> I'm gonna have to kind of agree with the sheriff there I think the less people involved the better uh, most people are gonna think we're crazy for what we're saying here I understand I just I guess where I'm coming from is that I I've become involved whether I like it or not and this is something I'm starting to become invested in um, I understand you'll go through the proper channels I just hope you keep me in the loop because I it's really starting to become something more than I thought it would. What are the proper channels with uh, something unexplainable? Ronnie, don't... Don't lose your head now. Look, it, it might be weird. It might be something you and I don't understand, but I'm sure it's far from unexplainable. In fact, I'm a little drunk still, but if one of y'all could give me a lift home, I could make a call down to uh, State Patrol and at least get some of them out here maybe get a little more state level 
rather than county level. They want to they want an FBI analytics team come help them out. They want to ask you for help. That's that's fine by me. I'll get I'll hell, I'll give the recommendation, but right now I No no offense, but I want to wipe my hands clear of this mess. That's what I'm ready to take it off your hands. I know I like I said I understand the proper channels. I just am very aware that that we have some really incredible resources. Is all. Dr. Greenwood's eye would have twitched as he said that it's far from unexplainable. Ronnie or Freddy, if, if one of y'all don't mind giving me a ride to my house, I, I know uh, I know a couple of people on Highway Patrol. I could send that phone call out. Uh, all of my equipment here seems kind of fried. How so? Can't really, can't really, I don't know, there must be something going on with local radio frequencies. Every time I tried to get in touch with the deputy last night and this morning, it was, it, it was, was freaky. Unexplainable? Well, yeah, I'm balloons. not, I'm not no radio technician or nothing, I'm sure there's, I don't know, faulty equipment. I, I've got to go check on bed one sheriff so all right if you'll excuse me and that i think you'll find your way home with one of these fine folk uh i'll tip my hat and i'll say if you need me i'll be at the medical center i'll turn to leave take care of yourself doctor I'll, sheriff uh, glance at the agent and say uh agent maybe you can stay close to the doctor i'll uh give dick here a ride home not going to jump into a fiddle after there. <laughs> I got it under control now. <laughs> Dan, what are you doing? Yeah, huh? I, I wanted to go with the doctor. Okay. Yeah. Before everyone right. separates, I just... Unless you have something. No, go ahead. Um, You've guys... Blah, blah, blah. You've guys... You've guys... You've guys... <laughs> <laughs> You guys have been an incredible help, and I know that we're all feeling pretty messed up with in all this. And I just want to know that you can trust me, and I'm not gonna jump ahead. You know, I'm here, and this is something that's becoming more and more important to me. The more we're getting into this, and I'd like to be a resource or even a friend if you need it. And when Ronnie was asking you to follow Freddy, she was kind of giving you the look like and bring that uh yeah. <laughs> forensic stuff with you. <laughs> yeah, bring sure. the penis. Bring the penis. <laughs> bring uh, the dick with you. I mean the penis with you. <laughs> no, no, he's going over. Where am I going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, once I get outside, I'm going to uh, get that pad of paper and I'm going to leave a message for Ronnie. I'm just going to stick it on her driver's seat. Uh, and it's going to say, I'll be at the clinic, if not the clinic public records office okay and sign it freddy okay so ronnie you or rather um dr greenwood you i assume maya are you taking your own car to the medical center so ronnie is going not ronnie uh no but, i said maya no i know but i'm wondering where 
Ronnie. Where is everybody? Ronnie's, Ronnie's giving up? Dick a ride home. Yeah. And then you are, Ronnie's going, not sure yet. Or Ronnie's giving, no, Ronnie's Dick, giving, Ronnie's giving Dick a ride home. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. And then Greenwood is going to the medical center. I'm going to the medical center. Okay. Just that's why Ronnie no. suggested you go too. Okay. And Dan's going as well. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I just like that got confusing for me for some reason. So, Maya, are you taking your own car to the medical center? Sure. Yeah. And, okay. So, it's about like 3 p.m. now. So, you better start thinking, you know, if you're going to go to that lecture, which, again, you don't have to. You can if you want to. You're going to want to leave in about 45 minutes. Yeah. Still thinking. I can't decide. Ronnie, you drive the sheriff home. He actually lives kind of a little bit farther on the edge of town. Likes to sort of be away since he's so involved in the community. I mentioned him, too, on the way. Like, uh, you can use my radio in the car. This is a... Quite frankly, uh, Ronnie, I, I, I kind of want to speak directly to my contacts. I don't. This is this is all a bit strange, and I don't really want to put it over the radio where any state patrol could hear. I want to go to somebody I trust who will take me seriously. How you gonna do that? I got a buddy. Derek Hansen, he's Captain State Patrol. He'll listen. He's gonna come meet you at your house? Nah, he'll... He'll come with the whole team, he'll come with the whole nine yards, but... I, I gotta be careful here, I don't... I ain't, I'm not trying to be ridiculed out of my job, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's my uh, concern with bringing in others. They might just think you're uh, bat gone crazy. Yeah, I'm afraid they might, but I don't... Honestly, I don't really know what else to say. Uh, seems like uh, the less people we involve, the better until we know more. What's your persuade? Just the basic 20. I understand what you're saying, Ronnie, but at the same time, I just want to wipe my hands clear of this. I'm here to keep truckers straight, to throw rattlesnake in the drunk tank every weekend, and take care of this town. I'm not here to figure out whatever the hell this is. I mean, you gotta do what makes you comfortable, Sheriff, but, uh, just saying. You could let, uh, me and the doctor and the agent and think the guy's from the army or something. I don't I don't know what that Benny is. Danny is. Benny's his kid. Uh. Yeah, you notice that kid don't look anything like him? <laughs> yeah, uh, not, for, not for me to worry about. One of them's blonde, one of them's got dark hair. You never know. It's kind of weird, right? You never know. But it's weird, right? It's a little weird. Not my right. concern. Just, yeah. <laughs> it reminds me yeah. of King of the Hill and like Dale and like. <laughs> <laughs> and his obviously Native American. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> as long as the child's loved, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Whatever. Anyways. I trust that milkman with my life. <laughs> and my Anyways, life. you could let us uh, keep digging and just keep you in the loop until we know more. Let me at least get a. Let me at least call my friend and maybe I'll float. Maybe I'll be nondescript and just 
feel them out. All right, will that make you feel better? Whatever makes you feel better, Dick. Uh, just just don't want anyone thinking we're all crazy over here in uh, Big Timber. And you pull up to his house and stumbles out and he says, Come on, Eno, get you the cup of coffee. Uh, if you don't mind, uh, Sheriff, I'm going to head over to the hospital. I'm a little worried about Freddy. You sure? Just one cup? I'm good, but you should definitely drink that cup. All right. I'll see you around. See you around. Meanwhile, Freddie, where are you headed? Medical center. Medical center. All right. Pull up in the medical center. About 310 at this point. Get out. Go through the double doors, and inside you see... Uh, Dr. Johansson, and you see a uh, another person that you know to be technician Huey Davidson, the x-ray technician. Um, Huey Davidson is kind of looked, not looked down upon, but he has a sort of holier-than-thou attitude. He's often, he's salary, he's often not in the building. He just shows up whenever x-rays need to be done. And he gets paid an exorbitant amount for his work. But he's a technician. He knows how to work the machines. Exorbitant. What did I say? Absorbent. He absorbs absorbent. all the money around him. <laughs> <laughs> like Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Kirby sounded like a vacuum. He does. He does. You walk in, Dr. Johansson sees you immediately and says, Dr. Greenwood, I'm glad you showed up. We uh, just got the x-rays from um, whatever his fucking name was. What was it? Uh, the, the kid's name is Scott Mayfield. Nice. We just got the uh, good good notes. Yeah. Just got the x-rays from Scott Mayfield. Uh, would you like to take a look with us? I'll be putting my jacket on the hook and I'll be taking my, you know, the doctor's coat and I'll be putting it on and the hat will go on to my jacket and I'll say, yeah, I would love to see those, please. Thank you. Meanwhile, Dan and Maya, what are you guys doing? You going in this medical center? You showing up front, having a cigarette? As far as they'll let me. Yeah. Uh, and you guys walk in and uh, Dr. Johansson says, uh, I'm afraid you guys will have to wait in the waiting room. This oh, is Felicia, they're with me. Uh, can we take three? Uh, doctor, this is kind of doctor-patient confidentiality. The Hippocratic Oath here. We can't really show their X-rays to. Oh, I no, already no, got no, my no, hair in no. it. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to show them. I'm going to look at them here. Can they take three? Because I need to examine one of them. Right, right. Uh, Bay three, of course. Uh, you two follow me. Uh, Doctor Greenwood. Uh, uh, Huey will show you where to go. Thanks, Felicia. Huey. Huey leads you in the first room. Felicia leads you two into medical bay three. Um, it's a nice room. Pretty standard medical facility. Nothing too overtly fancy or anything, but clean and well put together. And she says, uh, I assume Dr. Greenwood will be right with you. Both of you are more than free to hang around. Please don't touch anything. <laughs> Thank you. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> um, 
I'll take a look at this goddamn x-ray. Yeah, Dr. Greenwood, you take a look <laughs> at this x-ray. Um, and Dr. Davidson is pointing out and he says, It looks like we've got a clean break right amongst the femur and that likely caused him a lot of pain we also have uh several torn muscles in the shoulder but you already knew that and a hairline fracture on his left forearm all in all i think quite frankly i think this kid got lucky and i don't think there's going to be a whole lot of extensive recovery we'll need of course it'll have to be in a cast with the femur it'll probably cause him a lot of pain i'm thinking we're going to get him prescribed on some uh well, you're the doctor. What do you think? Some sort of painkiller? Yeah. His family history. I don't want to get him on any Percocet or anything. So let's start him on Oxy. It's a little lighter. Something that's easier broken. Well, if we do put him on Percocet, keep in mind we do get a 10% rebate of all uh, all prescription sales there. So, <laughs> Like I said, Oxycodone will do just fine. Thank you. Okay. Uh, we will have to do some physical therapy, probably uh, probably send him down to Bozeman, take a while to learn how to walk again, but uh, really all in all that depends on if his old man wants to do it and if insurance will cover it. Well, I think at this point his old man's lost the uh, ability to say what we're going to do with the son. Uh, the other thing is, did you get his spine? Did you did you take a picture of his spine? Yep. Uh, <laughs> Got <bruised>. it. <laughs> <laughs> It's bruised uh, on the surface, looks worse than it is. Doesn't seem to be any slipped discs, no fractures. He seems to be all right. Uh, the worst we feared is likely untrue, especially with the my findings here and here. Okay, and then his C-spine, his neck is is fine as well, I'm assuming, since he did his spine. Yes, we're going to have to keep him in a brace for a while just to prevent any contusions or any uh, overexertions, but... Yeah, that's fine. Uh, if anybody is listening to this podcast and is actually has any background in medicine, We're I would sorry. like you to know that I've seen Scrubs twice, so yeah. I know what I'm talking about. I was about to be like, hey, Tan, did you uh, research some lingo here? <laughs> I'm. This is peak bullshit yep. for me right now. We're going to have to keep him in a brace so he doesn't get bruises. Or contusions. I mean, yeah. what the fuck? Those are two medical words. Yeah, yeah. they are. Well... Uh, here's what I need, uh, Huey. Uh, if you can go ahead and get his transport so he can get out of here today. If we can do that, that'd be great. If not, tomorrow will be just fine. But him getting down to uh, Bose Angeles is going to be the best thing for him. And if uh, his old man comes in, you direct his old man to me. Because, in my opinion, this kid's an adult. He has not said that uh, he does not want medical care yet. And his old man cannot supersede that. You said it yourself, Doctor, but Gary ain't coming in, and you know it. Nope. I know it, but, you know, plan for the worst, hope for the best. At this point, it is about 3.40. Agent Maya Oakley, are you going to make your lecture? Or are you staying in town? I can't think of a good excuse. Like, to call it and be like, yeah, um, there's mentally ill people here. I'm just going to stay here for a minute. Like, I don't think that that <laughs> for works. For a minute? So I think just for a minute. It's okay. <laughs> um, no, but I, we'll I think... We'll do it tomorrow, right? Yeah, we can go. <laughs> we'll do it tomorrow. They can just it's, wait. It's agent lingo. 
Okay. This is, little, this is how agents talk to each other. Did you know that? This is like a crime scene, okay? <laughs> You're like under arrest. <laughs> um, you have I've the right got, to like remain silent or whatever. I've got shit to do, so I'm busy. <laughs> I'm not going to shoot you now. It's just easy in that way. <laughs> it's just easier that way. Bang. Bang. <laughs> 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 oh. Okay, all right. Actually, if it would help, I would walk into three, and I would look up and I'd say, Agent Oakley, aren't you supposed to be going to somewhere? Weren't you staying in town just for a spell? Yeah, I I just have something keeping me here, and I'm getting this really nervous feeling that I should cancel, but I don't know what to do. I know this is this is very personal, and I'm sorry to bother you with it. I oh. I don't know. You're not bothering me any, Agent Oakley. But all I gotta say is, it's gonna be here when you get back. I guess I so much has happened in just a short time, and I've become so involved. I'm afraid that I'll miss something, or maybe everything will come up in flames. Even you know. Well can't plan for everything if you feel that it's important to miss it go ahead but i don't know I what your job is you'll miss something like your lecture yeah my lecture in bozeman would this be something that your superior would divert you for i don't know what that means. i mean it would it would come across very unprofessional yeah I mean, you can't exactly call out sick. Bleh. You can't exactly call it sick for a lecture. I mean, I guess you could, but it's been a long time coming. This is my career. I I will tell you what, Agent Oakley. I'll tell you what. You get down. You do your lecture. You come on back. I'll give you my address. You can stop by. You can ask, see if anything's happened, and we'll keep you filled in. And by the time you get back. If something happens, you'll know about it, and if not, you can take the reins again, okay? No one's going to run away with this investigation for you. We'll keep you involved. I but appreciate that. If it's your <laughs> career-ending decision here, I'd recommend keeping your career, because after this whole thing ends, we're going to be going back to our normal lives. All right, Agent Oakley, what are you doing? Um... Shit, I don't know. I, the one weird thing is that I don't think we even shared the weird hand with We haven't told anyone. Them. Only you and me no, know about it. I know, and so I have it. I'd be taking it to a fucking university. I don't want to do that. I feel like I should stay here. But I don't know where well, I'd put it. I mean, I had signaled you to bring the, the evidence to him at the hospital, so hopefully you'd at least leave. And also, I think at this moment, Ronnie is entering the building. Oh, sure. Um, hmm. Okay, so... I... I need an answer. Let's go. I know. I don't know what to say. Especially, like... Um, I'm going... I need to go. I just... Uh, I have to do this. I can't justify it. But here's my pager number. And please let me know if anything happens. I just want to be here for you guys. You all are good people. And you deserve to have someone on your side who is, you know, the FBI is no fucking joke, and I, I just want to be on the right side here. I'm going to give you my pager number as well there, Agent. You give me a call if you need, 
And if you want to check in after your appointment, and if I can call you, I will. So, uh, absolutely. I'll keep you in the loop. And like I said, when you get back into town, I will fill you in on anything that has happened, if it has happened. Understood. I really appreciate it. Of course. Um, I I need to talk to Ronnie, but please check in. I'm sure you will. You guys are obviously really good friends, but... Uh, of course. I'll be... Right back. Bundle up, it's a bit <laughs> nippy out. It's For fucking sure. August. I will. It's hot as shit out. Oh, is it hot as shit? It's August 9th. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna bundle up anyway. <laughs> yeah, bundle up. He's losing his mind. Hey, <laughs> Jemaya, stop by and use my shower later. You fucking stink. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's because probably because I'm wearing all these the layers that he told me to put on. Yeah, yeah. Yay, I'm excuses, a doctor, excuses. damn it! <laughs> it doesn't feel cold, but being hot's the first sign of hypothermia. <laughs> no, I'll uh, I'll say uh, have a safe trip out of Bo's Angeles here. Okay, wash the I road. Appreciate it. Deer like to be sneaky bastards. Understood. Oh, they'll jump on your ass. Yes, they will. I'll cover my ass in. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Johansson, you seen Freddy? Uh, yeah, he's in Bay 3. Uh, he's with a couple of patients, people who need to check up on, uh, but I can page him if you like. I'll just meet him back there. He's expecting me. Can Probably. we, like, cross paths? Probably. Yeah. Come uh, on, babe. All right, but be sure to knock and, and get approval from the patients first. You guys are really pushing the Hippocratic Oath today. <laughs> oh, don't worry. We were all... Hippopotamus? ...involved in the same in the uh, incident, so... Yeah. That's not how this works, but okay. <laughs> um, you walk back and you see exiting Bay 3 is Agent Oakley. Uh, Agent. Hey, um, I was hoping to catch you. Can we talk outside really quick? I have to leave, but... Is there anyone around us? I mean, there's not too far from you is Dr. Johansson. Yeah, sure. Let's, uh, I'll walk with you to your car. All right, thanks. Let's go. Okay, you guys walk out outside <laughs> the Crown Vic. Yeah. Um, I guess I'd have, like, the kit in my, like, trunk or something. Um, I'll just, like, go and, like, kind of guide you over and, and, like, open up the trunk and be like, so I'm going to lecture and I'll be back but a lecture yeah i that's the whole reason i was coming through here honestly i've never been here before but here i am and here i am going to the lecture in bozeman that i had originally planned on before i got sucked into all of this but i oh. um you know what i what i have and i need you to hang on to it i guess i uh didn't think about why you were here i thought you would just be here to help uh i didn't we were expect into this any of this I didn't I am here to help I but I didn't expect it this is all coming falling into my lap I don't I didn't expect any of this uh well you gotta do what you gotta do agent and I'm sure that you'll know what to do with this and I'll just like hand it to you the kit yeah I'll uh have Freddy take a look you probably can do a few tests on it um sure i think it's best you sure from you sure you're not feeling like a some vomit coming up or something i thought i might after we saw you know what we saw 
but I think I'm a, I think I'll be all right. I um, put my hand to her forehead. Fever? <laughs> I think. Are you experiencing I, any COVID symptoms? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll be all right. I really appreciate you checking on me. All right, if you say so. If you don't think you're too sick to go to this lecture. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm not trying to drop out. I I don't think it will look good on my end, you know. I, I'm not too far away. I'll, I'll be back. I, all right, I got you know. your pager number. Yeah, we've altered pager numbers, so I'm hoping I mean, that... I don't have one, but... Well, yeah, with... Yeah. So, um, to be honest, I'm really nervous about going, but I think that I don't really have an excuse for out of it, so I'm going to go, and I'll be back. Well, drive safe, but uh, hurry back, all right? I will. Thank you. I really appreciate you. All right. Time's about 350, 355. Mm-hmm. Run a little behind, but you can still make it. And we follow this unmarked Crown Vic, driven by Agent Oakley, westbound on I-90 towards Bozeman. Driving and driving on this long stretch of Montana Highway, running over that coyote carcass. Or maybe it's a different one. How could it still be here? I don't know. Agent Maya thinks about it for a second, but it's a fleeting thought. Agent Maya, what's your alertness? 20. Okay, so about... About 30 minutes outside of town. You hear... Got the windows cracked, it's hot. And you hear a faint, like... That probably didn't pick up in Discord, but it was like, like, what the hell is that noise? And then you see a caravan, vehicles, headed opposite direction of you, towards Big Timber. Black Humvee, after Black Humvee, after Black Humvee. Big van, hauling equipment. Black Humvee, Black Humvee, Black Humvee. Military grade or perhaps some sort of agency. And looking out, you see a helicopter in the sky. And all seem to be headed towards Big Timber, Montana. Skirt! Turn around. We'll pick this up next week. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, to clean the frequency. <laughs> what shenanigans are we going to get into right. next? Oh, some government shit. Oh, shit. Thank you for listening to the Reroll Podcast. The world of Rel and all characters within are copyright and fictitious. Any similarities to persons living or dead or actual events are purely coincidental. Want to follow us on social media, listen to another episode, or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all of our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we could use in our games. The reroll main theme and all character themes are copyright, as well as the Chronicles of Rel main theme. Please consider donating to our Patreon if you liked our content. We are hell-bent on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. New episodes every Monday at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. See you then.